are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who the always wonderful and might I add handsome host of this podcast, multimedia journalist and graphic designer, Miller Thomas. So please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we're continuing our conversation yesterday with Riley Smith. Uh, the, the, it's going to be a different kind of podcast today. We're not going to do the thing where we have an ad splitting up the two segments. It's just going to be one long segment today because the interview, the, the, it's a little bit, you know, it's a long enough for a pod, but shorter. It's not long enough to do two segments, really. It's like 11 minutes, so I don't want to record a segment of me talking to go with it, and all of a sudden, this is like a 25-minute pod, so I'm just going to let the 11 minutes play straight, no cuts, just play it straight, and I think that's the best course of action, because me and Riley get into some interesting things. We talk about, uh, you know, the clubhouse personalities. We talk about whether he projects himself as a starter or a relief pitcher long-term, and we even talk about how his how he felt about the new rules this season, like the universal DH rule, expanded playoffs, so we get into all that and more, but first, let's actually do the ad read, because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Wine door pointless are often seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the, cam- while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have access with computers to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. The same for professionals and do-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, let's get into that conversation between Riley Smith and I. Now, one thing I do want to know is the locker room environment for the D-backs, because obviously I'm just out here doing a podcast, so I, I don't have that kind of inside knowledge. So I just wanted to know, how would you describe the locker room? You know, who would you say the leader is, the goofball? Just describe some of the personalities that you saw in your, your brief stint in the, with the D-backs. Yeah, you know, the goofball was definitely Archie before he left. Um, but uh, uh, John Jay is, is a leader in the clubhouse. Stephen Boat's a leader in the clubhouse. Ahmed is a leader in the clubhouse. You know, that Bumgarner, Christian Walker, Peralta, Marte. I mean, Carson Kelly, that Weaver, Merrill. I mean, dude, everybody is awesome. Like, that, it, it really is a, a really, really good group of guys. Uh, you know, everybody, majority of teams have that one dude that, 
doesn't jive with everybody, but I can honestly say there was not somebody on the team like that. Everybody was there for each other, you know, old guys, young guys, middle guys. I mean, we it was a really good group of guys, and, and we had a great time. And, and even though the season didn't turn out as well as we wanted it to, the spirits were always high. You know, Calhoun was, was always hyping guys up because, you know, there's that one energy guy that's just – always grinding always in your face and, and that was him and and you know that that just that's just kind of how it how it rolled and it, and it was great man I had a lot of fun with those guys yeah so what do you think was missing then from this D-backs team maybe you can't really put it on anything but on paper I, I was really high on this team entering the 2020 season I mean I thought they had a pretty good lineup I thought they had a solid rotation good bullpen so what do you think it was is there anything you could say why this team struggled this season yeah, I mean, I, I can't attest for anybody else, uh, uh, but, you know, we, we're still good. We're still great on paper. We're still good off paper. I mean, the thing is, if you look at the last five or six games we played, we were beating the crap out of people. And and that's the team that we were expected to be whenever we broke for a season to start. And and I think that there was a lot of pressure from, from – just MLB in general, just the, the feeling of a 60-game season is, man, you have to be good from the beginning. And I, and I think it takes guys longer to get in the groove. You know, somebody said, uh, Ragman said, once we play 60 games, you know, for the Astros, like, Every year that we've been good, it's taken us about 60, 65 games to get going, and that's when they were going off the playoff. You know, it, it's very, very hard. To, it's just, it's, I think it was just a weird season, and, and we, we were starting to get a roll at the end. It was just a little bit too late. Yeah, so – I kind of like the 60-game season. Of course, I would like more games, but I just like the 60-game season for the urgency put on every game. I mean, it, it was kind of like the MLB version of an NFL season just because every series felt so important. Every series win felt massive for the playoff race. And I just want to know, how would you feel about cutting down the season? Because I've been a big proponent of it for a while. I felt like we should have gone to 120 games a while ago just because 162, just so many. And I want more of my friends to watch baseball, honestly. And I feel like they won't get into it if there's 162 games. So would you be in favor of cutting down the season just a little bit? Um, I like the 162, man. I, I think that that's the beauty behind baseball is that it's a game of failure. And I think that Guys that don't come out hot in the season. It's very easy to stack a team. And I think 162, there's more strategically based on. And you got to have more guys and everybody gets their hand in it versus, you know, maybe only having three starters versus five for a 100-game season it's just different. I, I like baseball to stay the way it has been for years, and I'm sure things are going to change. But I'm, a, I'm a, a big fan of 162 games and see who can withstand the whole season, you know. And, and I, I'm, I'm a, I like throwing a lot of innings, and I like throwing deep into the games, and I, I like playing games every day, you know. And it, it gives us more time in the offseason, and I just – I enjoy the, the – old school regular baseball yeah and this season you were kind of like a long reliever out the bullpen for the d-back so i want to know how do you project yourself in baseball do you see yourself as more of a reliever or do you see yourself more as a starter 
Yeah, I, I mean, I see myself doing whatever they tell me to do, honestly. Um, just, you know, whatever keeps me in the big leagues. Uh, I've typically been a starter over the last, you know, four seasons with the D-backs, and I've had some pretty good success. And I know that going forward at some point, they do want me to continue to be a starter, whether it's next year in AAA or at some point in the big leagues. You know, it. who knows? I'm, I can tell you this, I'm going to show up to spring training gunning for somebody's spot whoever that may be, you know, I love them all, but at the end of the day, I got to, you know, do what's best for me. And, and, and I'm going to be ready to go in spring to, to make as much of a case for myself to be in the rotation as I can. And, and if it's not to start fine, you know, if they got to put me in the bullpen, I'm okay with it, but I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, pitch my ass off going into spring and, and, and try to make a case for myself and and I want to be a starter but I also just want to pitch in the big league so whatever keeps me there I'm cool with yeah and watching the D-backs this season uh you should have a pretty good chance of making that rotation I mean they really struggled this year but I digress but one change I did like and one rule change I did like this season so I heard you mention strategy before was the universal DH rule I was finally happy to see it to come to the DH rule come to the NL because I think the DH adds more strategy than having a pitcher bat nine three. so what do you think about the DH. Do you think the DH should be kept in the NL? Because I'm tired of people saying, let's keep the DH just in the AL and not in the NL, because I just think that makes entirely no sense. Yeah, I mean, it just keeps the leagues different, uh, different strategies. Just, I, I don't know. I, I like to hit, but I don't like to hit because I'm scared of getting hit. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, sometimes it's harder to pitch to a pitcher than it is a hitter. And just based off the fact that there's really no skill to getting a pitcher out. It, it luck happens more often than not. And I don't really care either way. Uh, it, either way doesn't bother me. So whatever they, you know, choose to, to do is, is what happens. I, I mean, I know that if I do get a hit, it's, at, it's a little different scenario. If I'm on base and I have to come back to the dugout to get loose and then go back out on the mound, I mean, it's it's you know it's just preference whatever people want to do I don't, I don't really care either way yeah and how are you as a hitter actually I'm trying to look at your hitting stats from college here now uh are you are you a pitcher who can rake are you the next mass in Bumgarner <laughs> no probably not man I, I I do tell you this I don't get shorted on my swings if I'm swinging I'm swinging out of my shoes but uh <laughs> I, I I think I got three hits last season between double a and triple a and my first hit was a double uh but, I, I mean, I'm not a good hitter. It's just luck. Ah, so you're a gap guy. Can, yeah, I can see the ball, all right? I, I have good at-bats, but I'm by no means a, a good hitter. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, most pitchers aren't good hitters, but – we saw MLB, I'm going to just switch it up a little bit, kind of a weird segue, but we saw MLB expand their playoff format this season. You know, more than half the league making the tournament, I believe, this year. I think 16 out of 30 teams make it. And I just thought that was too many. I liked how we have the shortened season, create greater urgency in the regular season, but then we have too many teams making it. I think it gets oversaturated, just like the NBA. I think they have too many teams making the playoffs too. So would you like to see at least that rule be reversed? I'm okay with maybe expanding it to 14 teams, but I don't think more than half the league should be making the playoffs. Yeah, um, I'm indifferent. I don't really have a say in that. Um, you know, it, if you cut down, then some guys never get the playoff experience, and that's something that's incredible. Um, you know, it, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm indifferent on that. 
Okay. No problem. It's okay to be indifferent on that. I mean, I, I'm hoping they do cut down the season or not the season, the playoffs, just because I don't want to see that many teams. I think it just uh, devalues the regular season a little bit. And with 162 games, I don't want to see baseball devaluing their regular season. But Riley, can you give me the best story you have from your rookie season off the top of your head? Maybe it's a conversation you had with a teammate. Maybe it's the funniest moment from your rookie season. What's the, the first thing that pops into your head when you think of your rookie year? Oh, man. Uh, I know it's a question on the spot. Yeah, you know, I, I, I made my debut, and then I went quite some time without pitching, and then I pitched in San Francisco, and then – my next out, I had been pitching in games that I was down by six or up by six, and and Tory handed me the ball in a two to two ball game against the Dodgers. And looking back now, you know, I got my first win against a team that ended up winning the World Series, and and that's something that I'm going to be proud of for my entire life. And that you know, that's just a an awesome experience. I was very very lucky that and and fortunate that he gave me the ball and entrusted it to me to to get the job done and that it it came through and happened. Well, Riley, I hope uh, they give you the ball more in 2021 because you looked really good this season. The D-backs could really use some more pitching depth and you were really good this season. So hopefully they give you a larger role in 2021. If they don't, I'm going to be calling Tori Lovello myself. Thanks, Riley, for hopping on today's pod and shout out all your social media handles before you go so they know where to follow you. All right, it's Riley Wade on Instagram and Riley Wade 2013 on Twitter. I appreciate you having me, man. That's Riley of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Thank you for coming on today, and thank you for talking and just chatting some baseball today. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you once again for to Riley for hopping on today's or today and yesterday's pod. First D-back on the pod. We hope to have some more in the future. And come back tomorrow for more Diamondbacks news coverage and insight because it's your team every day. Deuces!